The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Viewers went down. You know, it's all good. I don't care. Welcome in, everyone. If you're tuning in live uh, via Twitch or via our Facebook live feed, uh, welcome in. Welcome. I'm your Dungeon Master, Anthony. And just a little bit of pre show as we wait for it to build up. Uh, I got my players here. We are joined by our uh, guest, Jeff from DCT Industries. Uh, let's talk a little DCT Industries before we start our campaign with the Fabala 5 as we pick up from last week. Uh, so Jeff, DCT Industries putting out their game, Kaimon. Yep. We talked a little bit last week about you doing um, a few different sets and talk about how the monsters are from different uh, types and um, that we are going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be releasing them also with the uh, Fabala 5 series. Do you have any minis on hand that we could share on, uh, on camera to kind of talk about what you have uh, printed? So I got this uh, got this elephant. All here. right. Okay. It's uh still needs to get cleaned up a bit, but uh yeah, that's when I got ready right here. It's um kind of like deal is it's real tanky, you know, so like it doesn't take a lot of damage and it has a lot of impact hits, so like when it runs into things it does a ton of damage too. Oh cool. Very nice. Um and uh, do, we, do we have a name for it yet? We do not. We do not have a name for it? All right. Actually, you... there's like no names for anything right now. No names. Where, where do names land in the uh, order of kind of when they are established? Are we waiting for when they're more finalized or <laughs> where's that process? I think that's definitely like the last, the least important thing, you know, just because like, Right now, the most important thing is the design and then making up the rules for them. Um, once we've done all that, you know, it's kind of funny, though, because, like, when we were talking in that interview, Tony and I have come up with, like, nicknames for things. So, like, they kind of take a personality of their own and then just kind of feel like a name will come organically. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, well, what's, uh, what's one of the better, what's one of the better of the nicknames that has been released or dropped or used tentatively oh, right now? I'll let Tony answer. answer. Smug whale. Smug whale. Yeah. Smug whale. Definitely. Oh yeah. Smug whale. It's a smug whale. Can't beat it. He's a very smug whale. <laughs> uh, what's smug whale's attacks right now? What, what does he do? I think we, um, we mentioned uh, him on the uh, inter on the interview, but for the live people watching or catching the replay, uh, so he can spit water. He can kind of body slam things, like with just how big he is. Uh, he has an ability where he can swallow fish and heal himself. Interesting. And he can uh, submerge into like water type terrain, so it's like harder to hit him. Interesting. Very very interesting. Well, very cool. Sounds like a smug whale. Uh, can't wait to see. <laughs> Final, pro final uh, product and design and uh, color palette with them. Um, but I see, gave viewers a little bit of time and guess we'll let them catch up in uh, with their campaign. So 
Thank you so much, Jeff, from DCT Industries. Everyone out there, if you haven't yet, please make sure you check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is DCT underscore industries. Facebook is just DC Industries, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, dot Tabletop Gaming. Dot Tabletop Gaming. Thank you, John. You're welcome. Um, Thank so you. Please, everyone, please make sure to go check after you post so that you're in the algorithm so that when you have those filter up in your feed, um, the somehow the mechanics, are, uh, somehow the algorithm and the math works. Uh, this week, it, my Facebook recently alerted me of Attack Attack's new music drop. And I don't know if anyone has saw, had seen it, but they're back. And whoa. But apparently, because I liked them back in the day and they started dropping new material, Facebook decided to say, here's something you liked. So make sure that you get Attack Attack on your Facebook from DCT Industries content. We actually have uh, some uh, post up there right now where people can vote on which uh, design they like better for uh, upcoming Mon. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Well, everyone, make sure you go ahead and get in on that voting and uh, vote for your favorite Mon and keep the lookout for time, uh, not time on, <laughs> Kaimon. Um, I saw the, t- the t- T-Verifato uh, is like, uh-huh. but <laughs> anyway, guys. Let's get into tonight's session of D&D. Where we last left off last week, the party had made their way through a cave and chamber hall to a long-forgotten grand entrance chamber where figures of royalty, perhaps this being that Morgor is searching after the body, had once sat in this chamber. The party, seeing that they had to move forward, as always, broke some shit and knocked over a wall, climbing into a chamber that had been sealed off, almost in a means of not being entered again, wandered into a larger ritual chamber uh, holding a large pool of what presumably is blood that they had seen the hunched figure that had crawled through the tunnels chanting at a dais with some ritualistic uh, sacrificial details and preparation with a dagger and um arcane chanting of sort. Entering and seeing that the figure had drawn a weapon and showing aggression. Morgor, the red dragonborn that had met the party in the large cavernous chamber, rushed forward as they encountered, as they began combat, which ended for the most part in their favor let alone Howard and Morgor being poked and failing saves. Oh, and Remus as well, being being poked and failing their saves to become paralyzed. Howard, unfortunately, uh, brushing his hand on the liquid as well, felt the paralyzation uh, take him and he hastily and quickly decided to remove a hand. 
moving beyond this, the party enters um, their next course of actions with the dead bodies of mummies that had been raised out of the pool of blood with the body of this individual that was uh, covered in cloaks and robes with the dagger off to the side and we pick up the party reacting. What are you all doing? Uh, is my arm still paralyzed? Morgor, you find that you are unable to move. Your body standing stoically still. Mm. Just barely being able to move your eyes. I believe I can... Before we ended last week, I was able to talk with my brain to everyone. Yes, you were mentally communicate, uh, communicating with everyone. Or with... Um, I believe everyone you were able to talk to. Yeah. I'm going to continue to say, I can't move my body. What is going on? Uh, Howard was going to take his hand and dip it into the pool of blood to see if it did anything. Make a perception check as you dip it into your into the pool. All right. Pool of blood. Uh, 22. As you look at the hand, you see the blood just soaking into it. The severed piece of flesh just looking raw and meaty and kind of just severed. Blood, the texture looks thicker, more coagulated. Looks pretty nasty, pretty gnarly. There's a slight faint of green just trickling down near the... uh, center of it mm-hmm. remnants of the of the liquid rolling with that hive of perception see a little bit of the poison just kind of uh coating over it touching the part where like the weird ner- where the hands nerve endings are yeah just wanting to see if it'll like help ooze out whatever is in my hand push and squeezing out i mean you're you're draining your hand but okay yeah, I mean, can I do like the sponge effect where I like squeeze it to like squeeze whatever's inside of it out and then like no. purposely let it go so it absorbs the blood back in? Make, make a uh, strength check as you go to squeeze the hand. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, wow, 16. That's surprising. You, you go to squeeze it and you do, for the most part, squeeze a bunch of the blood out. And as you let it un- like kind of like release your tension, you see that it. Soaks up a little bit of the blood around the edges into it. Maybe it's cleaned. It's clean as you can get. Your knife probably wasn't the best. Your, your dagger probably wasn't the cleanest and most safest. Not by far. Um, okay. So then he'll take it out. Uh, arrange the fingers so only the middle one protrudes. And he will wave it to everybody. And then wrap it up and put it in his bag. All right. You guys doing? Um, so just to recap, I'm sorry, it's Remus and Morgor who are out. Remus and Morgor are paralyzed. Remus is laying on the ground, unable to move, and Morgor is just standing stoically, being a big fellow. Okay. And then Azoth did the, the healing spirit, and uh, that guys didn't help. have an effect on. I mean, you guys get the, the, the paralysis. Hit. Yep, nothing with the paralysis. Okay. Um, out of character, I do have a spell I could use, but I don't have it prepared. So I don't know how long we want to wait, but. Um, Things will go on about. I can fix this. It's gonna take. It's gonna take a at least a couple hours. 
I'll have to do some research. I guess Azoth will uh, start looking for uh, more things to make another uh, sled thing in case we need to start pulling people around again. Do we want to look for an antidote in one of these other rooms or should we just hope for the best and hope we have some time? Maybe we can drag them back to the, to the mouth of the cave, but I don't know. The, the tiny man said someone was coming and someone was coming soon. I don't know what to do. I mean, he's dead. You hear it in he's your head. <laughs> um, how close together are Remus and Morgor? Now, foot apart. Remus is laying flat on the on his back, and Morgor, I think, was barely. Yeah, like, they're in the same over, healing. Yeah, space. they're over in the same healing circle. Yeah. He's feeling just uh, just over it. All right. Um... I mean, we've still got, what, I think there were two other doors off of this chamber that we can go check out? Yeah. I mean, I'm okay either way, but honestly, if you don't mind, I don't mind taking a little rest for a minute, an hour or so would be okay. Just a short rest. I'm cool with taking a wait. All right. You want to wait? if maybe uh... the paralyzation might wear off with these guys. Okay. Um, someone make, I say, Finks, make a nature, uh, make a medicine check. And Azoth, you want to go look around, you said? See what else is around here? Yeah. 21 medicine. Looking over this, uh, as you're kind of going over the bodies, you inspect the wounds that have been pricked. And being careful not to touch any of the liquid, seeing what had happened to Howard's hand. This appears to be a very strong, very potent paralysis that probably will have to take either an extensive rest or upper level healing. Okay. Which uh, you yeah. said I can still move my eyes, correct? Yeah, just like yeah, a very, very brief, very um. Not not very uh, prominently, but it's more of like that's the extent of your movement is like trying to like get your eyes to kind of twitch and move, look around. Um, I'm going to try and like signal with my eyes to this box I have on my side. Do you have that like gross reptile second eyelid too? Yes, I do. <laughs> There's like a, um, I'll say Azoth, Azoth, Howard, and Finks make a, and Remus. Make a perception check. 11. 14. 14. That's a nine. The 14s. As you're looking over at the bodies and the wounds... You're, you're looking up over on the side of Morgor, and you quickly catch a glance of his head. He's just staring down at this box at the side, at the, on the side of his chest. It's this golden jewelry box of sorts and shape, almost about like six inches wide, about two inches tall. It's not big, but it's very decoratively, uh, de- very decoratively flourished with uh, draconic markings. And you see even like, scrawl like carvings of chromatic dragons of this long uh this 
one dragon that has these big horns that curve down off of its forehead. There's another that has two big horns rippling up the backside of it. Um, there's one on the side that you see the next curling around the side of the box and a little small race off of the side of it. You see it has a fin on its neck. And the feet of the little box appear to be little dragon clawed feet. It's, uh, done up in this very nice golden artwork. Looks Ordor, why are you looking at this box? Mm. Do, do you want this box? I mean, if you don't want this box, just tell me no and I won't take it. But if you don't want it, I'll slowly start grabbing it. <laughs> and I'll take it. Well, if he doesn't want it. Thanks, leave his box alone. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, make an arcana check. Okay. Uh, zero. Natural one. It's a box. Howard, make an arcana check. <laughs> All right. I Howard, the- I noticed Howard eyeing up this new box I just got and kind of, kind of hiding it. Uh, 18 arcana. <laughs> there appears to be something arcane about it and faintly get a faint transmutation type magic Mm -hmm. from it. How big roughly is the box, did you say? About the size of almost like a small jewelry box. Okay. That big, that big, that. And uh, Finks, as you kind of pick up, you hear some stuff rattle around, almost like a a powder or a dust, and then Almost like a couple stones are in it as gems, maybe. Well, I gotta open it. All right. Is it unlocked? Go to open it. You go to front lap, claps. You see it's a little bit of a, it's like a little dragon's head has bit down, like the dragon's snout has clamped down over the front of it as a latch. What do you do? Pop it open. Just crack it open and open it. Oh. It's just a box. Um, you're just a box. I need you You're to paralyzed. roll. <laughs> I need you to roll percentile dice for me, please. <laughs> and I need you to roll a constitution save. And where is everyone else in this moment when you open up the box? Is anyone else looking over in it with you? Did Howard walk away when he begins to open a box? No, I would have been next to him to see. I need you to make a constitution save for me as well. I'm still looking around for sticks and the tarp and... I got a 36 on the percentile and a, and a frick. That's two net ones in a row. So I failed the constitution save. Can I fail the constitution save? And what was the percentile? 36. 36. Okay. So it is... Give me a second. Morgor, you betrayed me. Everyone assumes Morgord knows what's in the box. That's the best part. Maybe you have to like, oh, sure. maybe you have to <laughs> gently like pet its snout to open it up to be like nice to it. Like you have to just rub it the right way. This ominous box is brought to you by DCT Industries. Dreams do come true when you touch a box that is ominous. <laughs> Only if you rub it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where's the page? Hold on. Isn't that a Christina Aguilera song? 
that's genie in a bottle, not yeah. mimic in a box, but you know, same thing. Yeah, dragon box. That was uh that was how we got here. Was we had a genie in the bottle. Yeah. I did not rub it the right way. Oh, so that's how you end up here. That's my fault. Oh. Sorry, Christina. All right. So as you start coughing, <laughs> Howard, what was uh what was your constitution save? Oh, um sorry, I didn't make one. Uh Constitution save, uh, dirty 20. All right. <clears throat> you start, <coughs> um, start coughing, both of you together. And Finks, real quick, yours was a one. That one. Now, yeah. Okay. Um, you start to, <coughs> both of you start to cough and have this like tainted, uh, acidic, almost just sour taste in your mouth. And it, <sighs> almost tastes like you ate some rotted flowers and poisons and something like almost like you ate some bad berries and some bad flowers that had been mixed together for almost like a, a potion gone wrong. <laughs> and she start coughing and sputtering. You see this big plume of green powder and dust in front of you and in, in the box, almost like ashes that were remained. And in the box, you see a bunch of green dragon scales Four or five of them scattered. Thanks. Yes. Make a perception check. Fifteen. You look on your hand where you kind of had went to go reach in for the box, and you notice there's a scale stuck to your hand. A green one? Yeah. Are you turning into a dragon? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Hey, out of game, real quick. Don't let Tony have anything that's like Green Dragon related because he'll lose it. <laughs> or time for a later day. <laughs> um, so I have a scale. Yeah, it's stuck to your hand. Kind of almost like it's just kind of fell on it. Okay, I'll take it off. You go to pick it off and it's it's stuck a little. Oh. You'll pick it, peel it more, and it's it starts to hurt your hand as you try to pull it from it. All right. See um, your skin I've seen to, like, this effect, Finks, and I'll pull out the same dagger I used to cut my hand off. Do you Do need it. me to? Well, okay. wait. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's an option, just in case. Did you clean it? Tom just I'll, like, I'll wipe it real quick. <laughs> what are you guys um, doing? Is, is there anything else in this box? I'm just kind of looking at Mordor. Just... What's going on with the box? I shall remiss my green hand. Just just a single scale sitting on your goblin hand, but you know, about, about a quarter you know inch. Finks is actually seeing this green color and kind of thinking like his youth is returning to him when he was a young green goblin before he lost his, his color. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But he, maybe he kind of likes it. All right. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of admire my hand. Anything else in the box? That's it. Just some powder, some green powdered and dust with a with a scale. Can I try to identify what's inside the box? Make a nature powder. check. Make a nature check. Or arcana. Can I do medicine? Or no? Make Not a, relevant? You know, I'll allow a medicine check. Okay. Different I'm way. Different way. 18. 18? 
This looks like a dragon scale, but a little smaller. And there's definitely draconic properties to this, but it's more organic and more or less. It's more. It's it doesn't have the magical properties that are like a dragon, like a full blown like dragon scale would have. The dragons are full of magic. They're very magical creatures and heavily fueled by arcane power. And there's definitely a, there's a magical presence to property to this box and to whatever charm is placed on this, the, the contents, but the scale itself is not a magical scale. Okay. More of a component of a mixture or a potion of sorts or a, a spell or a trap. It's more of, in a, in a, in a medicinal sense, it's more of a, uh, an ingredient. Make sense? Yes. All right. I'm just going to kind of leave the box open and, and kind of just take a step back and, and leave some room for, for Howard to raise off to maybe make sense of what's in here. And I'm going to kind of, kind of, I'm not going to touch the box, but I want to look on the outside. You said there was some kind of like draconic inscription or anything on there. Yeah. It's, um, make perception check as you, if you're, as you're investigating and looking uh, to it. 16. 16. It's, uh, slight inscriptions of draconic words of power of change growth become uh, you see the inscription of the uh the firebrand crest on it that shows uh there is one uh distinct draconic word that you see that's uh spelled very prominently is almost a title holder of Firebrand. And you see right between the fire and the brand portion of the name is a red dragon's head. Mm -hmm. Almost, uh, but it looks more dragonborn in in shape. Instead of like a dragon's head, it's more of a dragonborn head. Similar, similar to Morgor's, honestly, him being a red dragonborn. Mm, and just looking around it, you see a bunch of Looking at this now up close, bunch of different styled of chromatic dragons. Hmm. Well, this definitely belongs to dragons. What do you, uh, while well, that's happening, Azoth, what was that perception check with your friends as they're looking in this box and you hear pff, plume of smoke? I had, let's see, where's my perception? Where'd that go? 11. 11. You do see um, door off to the right of the room, doorway off to the left. Looks to be a doorway to the far uh, directly ahead in the room. Which way are you going? Levin's not too detailed to tell, uh, to give a whole lot of specifics of the room just yet. Uh, back. Not left or right, but back. So from where you guys came? Oh, that, that's that direction? So there is, from where you guys came, directly ahead, left and right. Uh, directly ahead. Directly ahead. You walk up to the, uh, the doorway that you see directly ahead. And it, beyond it, uh, you see it descends slightly. And as the, uh, this, you pass through this room and look into the next, you see that stretching beyond the next chamber is a, uh, is a narrow pathway that is surrounded on both sides by a, from which you could see is a bottomless pit into 
who knows what's darkness below. It is not lit well here. And the dark vision you have sees this um, this uh, uh, pa- this gap that uh, there is a broken, uh, almost like this rock stone bridge that crosses this, cha- this chasm of just pitch blackness. And you see beyond it, uh, across the 100 feet, is a, another room that has a rising stairs that enters it. Okay. Uh, I'll make a note of that. Broken bridge, deep chasm. Uh, I'll check out the door that was on the left. Looks in, looking in the door on the left, you see it stretches into a hallway. Look, uh, stretches to a straight hallway. And at 10, uh, 10 feet in, you see a break off to left and right, like a little pocket room. And then further in the room and the uh, left and right as well, you see two other rooms that are like two little, uh, two other rooms just from without you going fully in there. That's all you can see at the doorway. All right. Uh, And the last door? On the right, as you get up to it, you see there is an open doorway, archway. And looking in, there is a large circular pool of a cement uh, wooden, or not wooden, uh, like almost like a uh, block, uh, cement, stone, circular pool that is empty, 50 feet across in a room that is 50 by 50. Um, In this room, you uh, just poking your head into it, the walls... Uh, the ledge right, uh, right up the, the the circle pool doesn't go flush straight to the walls all the way around. It's in a circular motion, so like there are raised corner points, and on the wall itself there is like a half a foot of stone that raises above that you could like walk on. That comes out like by half a foot that goes around the entire room. Okay. No other doors in that room. It's just basically a, a, a bowl, a giant bowl. Basically, a giant bowl. Uh, not deep, but at an ink, at a at a slight uh, dip. Okay. Make a perception check as you're in the room looking around. Eleven again. Looks to be your markings on the walls. You do see, but you can't tell much more from other from uh, without walking within. Okay. Uh, so I'll go back to uh, Howard and Finks and basically say we got a. Uh, Another like sacrifice type room on the right side, rickety bridge into darkness straight ahead, and another room with four rooms off to that side. If we want to go into that one and kind of split up, we can check that out and see if there's anything in there. That seems like it's our safest bet. Or we can just hang out and see if uh, what happens if we just rest if they're not getting any uh, better, if they're not getting worse. Can I kind of get up in Remus's face, just kind of like right over top of him, and be like turn on the the brain talking? Yeah, you get right up over his face. I'm pretty sure you already, is it, it is two ways. I'm right thinking there? at him very... I believe yep. so, yeah. Yep. Remus, can you talk to Morgor? <laughs> yeah, what do you want to talk? He, he's stuck. Yeah, what does the box do? Morgor, uh, I, I don't, I, what, you, what happened? I uh, trolled my green scale. 
Maybe it does that. Morgo, uh, what's the box do? Morgo angry. Why can't Morgo move? <laughs> you know, Morgo, I'm not sure either. I am also stuck as you can see above me. I think. I think you can see me lying below you. Nearish. Morgan, uh, what's the box do? What's in the box? Morgan, <laughs> not know. Morgan, know that Tiamat wanted. More, make a history check. Let's see how much Morgan pays attention. One. Not natural. Make more dragons. That's all you know. Make more dragons. Make more dragons. Hmm. Uh, thanks. I believe it. He says make more dragons. I don't know how to make a dragon. So, sure, that uh, that might be right. It's it's whatever was in the box. I don't know, but. It's a dragon making box. Oh, okay. Are you a dragon? <laughs> I, th I think I might be part dragon according to my ancestry, and I'll look at the one scale. I'm make like 9% dragon, so. <laughs> make, make, a, make a medicine check. Uh, Finks, make a medicine check on yourself as you start to kind of look your look your over. and That's a frick. We're on three already. Bad night. The internet die. Who knows? World will never know what's going on with Finks. Yeah, we'll figure it like out. This is like the Bala version of 23andMe over here. <laughs> I'll, look, I'll look over at Finks and pull out the uh, the dragon skull that I took from uh, the ice cave and ask him if he wants to wear this. Um, This is offensive to me now. <laughs> just, trying to, uh, just trying to up your numbers there. Just trying to up your numbers, buddy. Uh, if you don't want them, I'll take them. I'll give him the skull. If you like skulls, here's a skull. Cool. I'm right. wearing like a helmet for now. I'm assuming it fits. A little bit big, but yeah. <laughs> look like a Cubone from Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, it looks <laughs> That's like That's basically Q what we're looking at. A little Cubone-ish. Nice. Well... I'm going to start preparing my meditation then um, and start preparing the, I think it's restoration spell, lesser restoration that removes paralysis. Do you need All a right. long rest or a short rest to do that? Uh, long, yeah, rest long rest, rest. spells. So I'm going to start doing that and I'll, I will stay with these two if you two want to go explore. Yeah, that's fine. So we can find as long as somebody then... can uh, remain and watch over them. Yeah. I just don't want to leave completely without okay. them. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Fink will hold back and we'll check out the... Uh... The four rooms over on the left. Okay. Um, before we do this, though, I do want to. Um, what was the 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 sewer king? I think we were calling him. Yes. I want to dress in his clothes, as to look like him. Okay. Just in case someone who's walking in here sees me, um, um, I figure I'm the same size, and I could disguise self if needed. He is a little. He is a little bigger, actually. Just a little bit. Um, but as you derobe him, you see his body is this old, raisiny, gray, wrinkled, 
malnourished uh, elven body. Um, His undergarments are just tattered rags and robes that he hasn't changed in who knows he's we're basically looking at a golem like individual that hasn't had uh, a fresh change of of clothing in quite some time and you uh what do you do with the body you just leave him laying there off to the side uh I'll, I'll throw like a like a covering over it and tarp or blanket blood bed roll whatever you got just to kind right. of hide it there's the like, there's the stuff from the cot i would have brought over all that crap to make the uh, sled so okay okay or how deep is the pool? You just throw him in the pool of blood. Yeah, maybe he wants that, though. He looks like mm-hmm. he could use some blood. Yes, tell me. When you throw, uh, him on, you throw him in the pool or throw him, or keep him under the cot? I'm going to keep him in the cot for now. All right. Keep him under the cot. See how hide. Well, do you hide him? Not very good. His feet might be sticking out. Natural one. All right. <laughs> Bathroom we'll break. Go get some dice. All right. Yeah. Run and find some dice. Got some. I'm ready. <laughs> Start using them. <laughs> oh. Howard and Azoff walk over to the left of the room. And as you uh, enter a hallway, you see the uh, a stone archway going up and around. Roof in this hallway is ceiling is 10 feet tall you see the hallway stretches for 10 feet and it splits off to two little cubby pockets continues on another two ten uh, another 20 feet and v's out like a y you guys just walk in or what are you doing mm. i'm gonna kind of inspect the area first before i walk through make perception sure there's make, no traps or anything like that make an investigation check then all right uh, Ten. It doesn't seem to be trapped at all, at least in here in this room, this hallway. I think we're good. I'm going to walk in. Okay, walk in. Hands off, you follow? Up. Yeah. There is one to the left, one to the right. Forward, left, and right. Which one are you going to? I'm good with that. Let's go. Left. Left. Left? First one. First one? Walk over and you see there is a stoned crypt that is has a heavy slab over top of it. It is very plain Jane, basic stone crypt. Um, it goes into a side. Uh, this room you walk over into is just a 10 by 10 pocket. Enough room for a 6 by 4 feet uh box stone slab that comes that protrudes out of the ground to roughly waist wise to both of you waist height to both of you descriptionless appears to be appears to be descriptionless at first glance howard it's dark for you too unless someone has dark has dark vision for you unless you have a way to see right now I don't have very much oil left, so not really. I'll describe everything to him. I have dark vision. I can explain to him what's going on there. Okay. All right. So, what do you guys do? You see the stone, the stone crypt here. Looks very descriptive, uh, non-descriptionary. There's nothing else around it, is there? Or behind? Make investigation check individually, both of you. I'm feeling around. 
You a disadvantage being in the dark. Okay. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, six. Awesome. Uh, three. Very, very nondescript. Very bare, dark in here. You hear a clink. There's a psh, shattering of glass. Looked off to your feet. You could feel, you could, you hear the crunch of glass. All right, I don't think there's anything in here. You want to go to the next one? Yeah, let's check it out. There is. One across the hall? Yep. Across the hall to the right. To see if um, one of those, unless you guys are going to roll again, very same, almost identical room. Little pocket, 10 by 10. 18? 18 is not bad. <laughs> Three. <laughs> you see, uh, there is, a, as Howard shuffles into a corner, there's a tsh, another cl- shatter of glass as you tsh, crunch on it. Make perception check, Howard. Uh, 16. There's almost like a oil or a fuel smell, like a, almost like a kerosene or almost a lantern oil smell that you begin to smell coming from your feet. Perhaps what you kicked over was oil fuel of sorts. Something that. But Azoth, as you are looking over this tomb, you you see the dust kind of raise and float. You see it has these uh, soft carvings etched on it. And it uh, just very briefly in Elvish has marked... To be awoken under the full moon, just as uh, over the uh, over the circ- over these sarcophagus like uh, coverings on this tomb. Um. Okay, I'll tell Howard, and then really quick, I'll run back into the the big main room and uh, ask Sphinx to let me look in his eyes really quick. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, open. open. Can I just like open yeah. his eyes and see what phase of the moon his eyes are in? Progressing on, not near full moonish. Okay, uh, I'll close it. <laughs> I'll close it shut and run back in. I was like, it says don't open till the full full moon. Uh, we're not there yet. Okay, good. Um, I think I knocked over a jar of oil. I can't really see very well. Is there more jars in here? Can you see? Do I see more jars? Um, make an investigation check. Should look it around. Seventeen. You see, sitting off to one side. Description. My image here. You see, uh, sitting in one corner. Behind where Howard was kicking and just you're low, you rolled really low, Danny. Mm-hmm. And right good. behind him, you see a about half a foot off, about a foot off the ground, it's a pewter looking metal lantern with a handle to the side that almost has a stein looking top that kind of comes up to a point 
all fancy. And on one side, you see it looks to be almost a glass looking circular eye that has a hole in it that has a, almost a slight metal shuttered shut. Looks to be a lantern of some sorts. Yeah, I was like, there's a lantern here, and that's probably. Is there more fuel though, or did he kick over the only fuel? Right behind it, you see one, uh, a, a looks to be a pouch of leather make wrapped in linens that is setting on the, against the corner behind the lantern. All right, uh, I'll pick it up and hand it to Howard, the, the lantern and the fuel, and be like, ah. I don't know if this is better or worse than the one that you got, but oh, I'll definitely take it and use it. Then I'll take it. I'll go back out to the main room where I have more light to be able to see. And I will like how much oil is in the lantern. Can I tell or no? Shake around roughly about half a pint. That should be enough for now. Uh, I'm going to try to light it. So putting under uh, lighting a, how are you lighting it? Um, I have the, what do you call it? The flint. Oh, thing. flint. So yeah, yeah. go to market. And as you spark towards the inside of where the, you see this glass box, eye, so. uh, you see, here, let me show you. Let me send you a picture. Sweet. All of you to see what you got. Um, as well as, why not? For fun. There, get that too. So that's what you were looking at. And as you kind of flick the flint over in the uh, eye, you see this spark up as it shines out this dim light looking over at Finks. And you see uh, there is a slight uh, glimmer over the ground of almost like a magical essence that there's something magical, there's some magical property to this lantern. Uh, so Howard, is this better or worse than the lantern that you, uh, have? Seem to like this one more. Uh, kind of goes with, um, with my theme, I guess. All right. It's, it's, I, I take it. You can use it more than I can. So, yeah. All right. So what do you else do you guys do? Just we wait for the next hour. Are we wait, doing the next long rest? Well, you guys are waiting for Finks to get new spells, or what's everyone doing? There's still more, two more rooms. I was going to say two more rooms, right? Two more check rooms. Out. There yeah, are two we'll more rooms. Why don't we check those out? Yeah. You wish to go to the pit room or try to cross the cavern? Oh, no. Like, are there two more? There's four in the oh, room. Oh, inside at, right? the hall. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, still, still stay within where we're at. Just finish. I see. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, you go, <laughs> uh, understandable. I see you guys go to the other rooms. You see, uh, instead of these rooms being 10 by 10 little squares, they uh, extend long in, in the center of these, they extend a uh, deeper length. So they uh, drop in 20 by 10 and in the center stretch long are two eight foot long sarcophaguses significantly larger and you see hanging on the walls behind them look 
like rusted battle axes. They're two-handed weapon. They look to be like a two-handed battle axe. Well, clearly these aren't for me, so I don't know if anybody else uses maybe Morgor once he's able to move. But... And it's the same in the other thing as well. Yep, same on the same in those ones. Unless you wish so, to make a make, unless you wish to make additional checks. One, two, three, four. So there's a total of five tombs in this one room, basically. Four. Okay, one in each alcove or whatever, right? Yes, one in each alcove. The ones in here, though, are significantly larger than significantly larger. Uh, make an intelligence check. Uh, it's gonna be good. Let's see, nineteen plus. Final. No, I think they're about a Goliath size in build. Okay. All right. Uh, so here's what we got then. We've got four dead bodies here, presumably dead, waiting to be woken up when the time is right at the full moon. We've got a blank pool. And then we've got a rickety bridge. So yeah. we can wait until everybody else is back before we like venture further and just all rest up. I don't know about you. I could probably use a good rest. Um, yeah, I could definitely use a good rest as well. And then can we take a long rest then? Sure. All right. I'll head back to where everybody else is. All right. You guys are gonna go back do a long rest. Has anything gone on while has any interaction psychically gone on while these two have been journeying off? I'm just laying there. I <laughs> I assume they're figuring out whatever and I'm just gonna wait it out. Um I, I I'll periodically ask Morgor what he sees because he's standing and can see things, but Morgor makes about... a... Perception check with disadvantage. Let's see here. Because you're unable to move. I'll say Remus, make a perception check too. A one. Purple tiefling just is very distracting looking, and you look over at the this little goblin and he's got a dream drag Greg, he has a green dragon scale on his hand. Just I don't know how that happened. I got a five. I'm looking up at this red dragonborn. He's looking, he's looking over at Fink sleeping. He's staring at his hand. Staring at you. You guys don't see nothing. All right. What's the party up to? <clears throat> you guys be uh, join the long rest. Who's doing watches? Is anyone watching? Are you guys all going to try and crash for eight hours and be done with it quickly? I think that would probably. I, I feel like we're pretty safe at this point. I think we could all just go, and if something does happen, we'll just be at disadvantage for the hot minute. Remus is watching. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah I think Mulgar has us. He'll let us know. Okay. Well, um, but I do want to spend like the first maybe hour before I actually nod off um, going over the lamp and seeing if I can attune to it, if it's something I can attune to or not. Make it a Marcana check as you take the first watch. Uh, 17. 
this is you you honestly begin looking flipping between your book to see if you've ever taken any notes on different lanterns and ways of seeing into greater means of necessities uh one being a human you've always had lived with the disadvantage of not being able to see in the dark so mm-hmm. always needing to have light you've taken great note whenever you see lanterns of intricate design and you've heard about talkings of special lanterns that reveal more that more to the unseen eye and this is one such of them known as a lantern of revealing nice you may enter it in your inventory as well as you found one full pint of oil in the uh a fluid that azoth found beautiful uh, one pint can last six hours so you have eight uh, three pint, uh, point, you have half a pint in it currently. Okay. Lantern revealing is uh, hooded, uh, when lit, hooded lantern burns for six hours on one pint of oil, shedding bright light in 30-foot radius and dim light for additional 30 feet. Visible creatures and objects are invisible as long as they are in the lantern's bright light. You can use an action to lower the hood, reducing the dim light to five, uh, dim, reducing the light to dim light in a five-foot radius. Okay. Okay. Yep. So. What are you guys doing? Uh, anything else? As you take, uh, actually, you know what? No, on your rest, roll a d20 for me. Right. 19? Nope. No, uh, Danny first. Oh, okay. <clears throat> oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, 13. Your part of the rest is good. Who takes second shift? Okay. All right, take second shift. Roll a d20. Rick. <laughs> All right, you're good. Well, hold on. Make perception check. 17. You know, you hear coming from the far distant. Uh, the chattering, clacking noise of spider. The, the teeth kind of clack together in the distance, coming from somewhere. Okay. Getting louder. It's quiet, and you hear it faintly come from the room with the pool. The big circular 50 foot wide pool from that room in that area. Okay. Just enough. Doing anything for, during your rest? Or are you just letting it be? I'm just going to let it be for now. I figured the quiet, quieter we are and the kind of like more low key, like. All right. Who takes, who, who's given up the next watch? Or who's taking up the next watch? I guess All it's right. me. <laughs> have, I, have I done preparing? Um, no, you'd have to finish your full long rest, but you can break the long rest for the moment to do a watch. All right, I'm gonna have to on the last one. So, all right, you wake up, make a perception check, and roll a d20 for me. Okay, 
a 13 for the d20 and a 12 for perception. Easy, easy rest. No disturbance. Who's taking the next one? Who you look over at Remus and Morgor? See the eyes look kind of just a little tired. See Remus, he may be sleeping. Who takes? Are you going to let any of them take the rest, or are you guys going to gamble it for the last two? I'll let Remus do it. <laughs> He's got the alarm, psychic alarm bow. And he does. Okay. Uh, Ricky, I need you to roll a d20 and make a perception check as you're laying on the ground. The d20 was my perception check, right? Not not a separate roll? Oh, no. It's or... two, two of them. So right. Roll a perception and then roll a d20. Okay. So the perception was a 16. Okay. I gotta roll the other D twenty. Oh god, it fell. And then the D twenty was a seventeen. All right. As you're tailing to the end of your your rest, there appears to be a slight smoke coming from emanate almost like a almost like a fire smoke just emanating from the scales from Morgor as if his body just has this internal heated temperature this flame that is continuously just burning see if Morgor just sleeps <laughs> does he seem fine yeah seems fine enough okay All right, your rest is done. Do you try to wake up Morgor for his part of the rest? Or are we just letting the final one? Oh, actually, no. You guys do four. Nope. That, oh, uh, that'd be it then. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. You guys I'm gonna start slinging spells. Wake up. <sighs> All right. So lesser restoration is a touch spell. Um, cures either one disease or blind, deaf, and paralyzed poison. So, all right. We'll remove the paralysis on both. Remus and Morgor in that order. Okay. If you walk over to Remus, how are you casting Lesser Restoration on him? Um, hmm. Just going to kind of like rub his head. Just wake up. Wake up, Remus. It's time to start third day. Let's go. Come on, Remus. Wake up. Good wake up now. Smack him. <laughs> As the whack, the crack hits your cheek, there's a burning, and then there's healing, and then there's a numbness. And then the numbness turns to pain as you feel it in your face and your arms start to just get stiff and you can move your joints again. Paralysis wearing off. Morgor is going to get more of like a CPR, like whack to the chest. (laughs) And it's the instant to your chest. There's a, as Morgor can move again and you're, you're able to move. Feel a little sore from being standing in place the entire night, but you are able to move. Where's Morgor's box? Uh, it's on the floor right there. You see it right there. in front of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's staring at it for eight hours. <laughs> box is there. It's on the ground, opened up. 
right. I'll tell uh I pick it up. Morgorn, Finks, and Remus uh Tombs in the one room, tunnel to who knows where with a brokety bridge, and there's like a giant cereal bowl in that room with possibly some spiders that I heard last night. And that's what we got working with today. What are we doing? We were trying to get out. Looking for a book. <clears throat> oh yeah, more Mor- do you know where that book is yet? behind two big doors with elf runes in a room with a pool of blood. Look around. So the only other thing that I can think of is we have to cross that rickety bridge because the room to the right, there's nothing else in there except a giant 50-foot bowl, but there's no blood. There's no other doors. And the one on the other side is just a bunch of dead bodies. Presumably, there's tombs. Make an intelligence check. Six. Smart. Yeah. Morgor, you make a perception check. I'm going to turn this around. Tony, make a perception check. Nine. Nine. That 20. Woo! Yeah. Tony, you look over at your hand as where there was once a green scale. There's now a green clawed scaled hand. Oh, shoot. <laughs> which, which hand is this, by the way? Your right hand, where the, where the dragon scale was previously. Okay. So you see it kind of inching up your wrist. Cool. I'm fascinated by this. Does this hurt me? Make a perception check. Is it still like a, a hand? It feels it... like your hand is just, there's okay. almost a hide armoredness to it. Um, 18 for perception. This appears to be almost a, as a natural growth. And it feels weird but it feels almost like your hand is heavily calloused on the outside and the skin is changed Morgor you hear as you're kind of taking a sense in looking down at his hand and you quickly hear in the in the off to the side a as a draconic calling in a direction a path that is what leads you on your journey when you're lost wondering where to to lead Uh, your internal draconic compass calling to you in the direction that Azoth had pointed of, of the bridge. I start going that way and say, Morgor, here, dragon. Morgor, follow dragon. Right. You don't all hear a dragon. This would be Morgor just an eternal just hearing a call. We got nothing else to lose. Yeah, might as well. While we're going to, I'm going to go to Finks. Hey, Finks, I'm going to take out my hand. Um, look at this. Is this good? Could you mend it back to my arm? Uh, yeah, uh, I'd do it. Does it work? 
I don't think bending works that way. <laughs> Even if it's non-functioning, I don't care if it's like a decaying hand attached to my arm. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna say, is bending work this way? I uh, mean, we can do like the coolest high five of hands yeah. that aren't really our hands anymore. <laughs> it's, it's just a, a dragon hand and a gross decaying hand, like. Your <laughs> <Yep. laughs> breaks off. <laughs> Ah, uh, if we had that control water spell, we could like dehydrate it, and make like hand jerky. I'll say, make a wisdom check. Okay. Uh, Finks, make a wisdom check, not okay. Howard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Natural twenty. See, this is why the digital <laughs> dice work. I'm making up for all those ones now. Always good. Check. As you as you mend the hand together, there is a stitching that kind of grows from the wrist to the hand. It mends it, and as you hold the hands, just. It's okay. Yep. Okay. It's like facing the right way too, right? I got it right this time. <laughs> yes. Well, it you is. rolled a natural 20. Okay. Okay. You rolled okay. a natural Roll 20. 50-50 yeah. <laughs> no, no. shot. 50-50 shot. Well, how's uh, it feel? Um, Like there's something attached, but I have no feeling. So it'll do for now. Like you got to move your fingers and there is none. It's just a limp stitched this like the the nerves are not stitched together there is no that's okay we'll, we'll work on there's this. no yeah this will have to be continuous of a of a of a checks moving forward um that's fine it's something i can work with for later so thank right. you i appreciate it but uh as your part as uh you reattach the hand morgor and azoth make pass uh make pass the rest of this chamber to the the uh archway that steps down five feet. Uh, there are a series of staircases that lead to a, a barren ca- uh, cavernous stone floor that looking down into a dark, a bottomless pit. Um, who knows what's being added, but you do see stretching across 10, uh, 100 feet or so is a, is a stone rocking pathway that is broken apart at bits and ends of it. And... Uh, Azoth and Morgor, make perception checks looking in here. 13. 13. You see green, green lights faintly floating in a circular motion from the bottom, two of them. Circles just kind of emanating deep, very faintly at the, at the bottom that you see them starting to grow in size, brightness. Uh, I'm growing brighter, but more clearly, more... Uh, sickly glowish as you see them begin to kind of hover and rise not quickly but as you uh, as it sense more of a presence in this area all right is the rest of the party with us yeah they follow up by now all right can um i cast pass without a trace on us the party okay you guys pass all trace all roll stealth rolls plus uh, you are you are looking, at, looking across a uh, uh, an, uh, like a stone bridge, and you see that it, at parts it is wide, t- ten feet wide, but in the parts you see that it is broken and shrinks to only be about near the middle, maybe a foot or two wide. So you will have to be careful crossing this if you wish to get past it. Uh, you cross. All right, what's stealth checks? 2025? 
Morgor. Six. Add ten. Add ten. Sixteen. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. So the party's magic. Actually, blessing of the trickster. We're gonna have to remember that. I'm gonna give that to Morgor, but for next roll, so he'll have advantage next time. There we go. Getting into this room, there is a cackling sound of almost like a bone and jaw clattering. Almost like a jaw and bone is kind of cackling. I look back at Finks and go, is that Crack? Yes. I think. Let me check. You look down at Crack and you hear the noise coming from below and in the cavern as it is echoing up from with from below. Oh, no. It's not him. You guys wish to proceed to run across this cavern? Are you making yourself across carefully? What are you doing? It's this it's a cackling noise coming up from below. Quick. Quickly, a... but quietly, if we can. Yeah. yeah. All right. What is the marching order as you're all running across? Morgor's uh, in the front. I'll go behind Morgor. I'll go behind Azoth with the lantern up. I'll go in the last. That's fine. All right. I'll go second last. Dexterity checks from everyone as you're all trying to run and stay nimble and careful. But as the cave begins to kind of, or as this cavernous uh, bridge begins to pinch closer together, it becomes tighter as you see this glowing green. Orbs, they look like large skulls almost uh, as they're appearing to uh, drift up and grow in size and color as you guys are running about over to the middle of the bridge by this point. What are those checks, 20 to 25? 22. All right. 15 to 20? 19. 19. 17. 17. Uh, 10 to 15? 12. 12. Uh, Morgor, as you see your party running across, there's a moment that you see looking down the skull rising from with from up to be a large dragon-born looking skull flying up at you, and it is this platinum metal in, in uh, appearance flying after you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw rolling the lowest on the dex checks as uh, the the floor gives way underneath you being such a large dragonborn. 13. 13. You go to step... Does Blessing of the Trickster help him with that? No, just um, stealth rolls. Oh, okay. Stealth rolls. There's a loud... And the floor underneath begins to give away and cracks... And breaks away and it begins to fall and you guys see Morgor begin to tumble forward uh, as this skull this dragon skull uh, rising up to him you see it is now at height is uh, coming up closer to the bridge it is the size of an actual dragon uh, skull three four feet wide tall huge and coming up and engulfing at Morgor in almost a bite like fashion what was the deck save uh, 13. 13. Uh, you fall right uh, into it, not completely where it gets a bite, 
but you uh, grab onto it as it comes up over you to try and take you. You see there is another glowing to your right, the rest of the party, as a humanoid-looking skull comes up from behind the party now. Uh, humanoid skull, three feet in size, uh, as tall as Finks, almost. And you see it is actually has this green flame coming up and uh, spiraling around it. The platinum dragon skull having this silver-looking flame flickering on you, Morgor. It's trying to snap savagely, <laughs> snap at you, sensing a chromatic, uh, chromatic, uh, 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 chromatic influence. What are you doing? Uh, I want to try and grab its jaws as it's coming towards me. All right, make a. Make an athletics check. Be skill. It'd be a uh, skills. Yeah, ten. Okay, ten. You grab it, and as it comes <laughs> clamping down, it's almost King Kong style, where you grab the both lips of the both uh, mounds of it, and you kind of wrestle it as you're on the bridge. Um, it swinging you up over on top of it, so you're on top of the head now, and you're grappling the top and the bottom of the jaw. Uh, it has you. You are floating on the skull. What are you trying to do? I'm going to try and, like you said, King Kong, I'm going to try and rip the jaws. Make a strength check. Ten. Ten. You begin to pull it. You feel <laughs> And finally, there's a moment that everyone looks over at him. You see Morgor, epic as all hell, <laughs> break this dragon skull. And then you all notice he's not over the bridge. He's floating, <laughs> falling, and falling. What is ever anyone doing anything? He's falling. Well, he wanted to be with dragons. Hey. No, okay. I'll, how close how is far? he to like the? Yeah, how far at, away? At this point, you see him thirty feet out of you. Oh. He's beginning to rocket down. Morgor, oh. do you scream? Say shout? Respond in any way as you feel the air rushing from your side. Yes. Morgor screams, you all weak like little girl. <laughs> you're too far for my dick. Oh, you're falling. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's the other humanoid skull behind us. There's a humanoid skull behind you. Can I attempt to get on top of it and then try to turn undead to get it to go that way? <laughs> Make an acrobatics check. I'm Azoth still running forward. I'm still Azoth runs forward. Yeah. Okay, Azoth running forward. Azoth. I want to get well. to the other side of this bridge. Okay. Sorry, Morgor, but I thought <laughs> I, I thought dragons could fly. I just <laughs> it's understandable. But you check twelve, 12 to acrobatics. You go to jump and sling up over it, and there's a moment that. You almost slide off of the off of the back of the head, and you land back on the bridge. It's a slick head, and there's a faint burn to it, uh, as if it's been on fire. Is anyone doing anything to help Morgor in this moment? Um, with that, we're gonna let him side <laughs> off because we because I know how, that Jeff has to leave us. Yeah. How heavy is Morgor? Approximately. Morgor is about three hundred something pounds. Three hundred fifty yeah. pounds. Howard, do you have feather fall or? I do, but it's as a pendant oh. that I'm wearing, so I can't just cast it on him. 
Yeah, he was like my disc. I can only summon within twenty feet of me. So once you said he was thirty feet out, there was nothing I could. I mean, I could cast fly and try to catch him, but he weighs three hundred fifty. There's no way I'd be able to hold him. Can you cast it on him? It's a touch spell, so I'd have to like jump ah. off. Are you jumping off for him? Um, how hey, far no. down it's away is he at this moment? Make a perception check. <laughs> okay. Aim for the aim for the bushes. Actually, uh, oh, not the bushes. 17 for perception. <laughs> Disadvantage? Oh, shit. No, I have the hood. Oh, you have the hood looking down? You see him. He's roughly 60 feet down. Oh, no. At that point, it's too far. Um, you could jump. Hopefully ha- hopefully land him. You should be faster. You're, you've only got, like, one hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, fine, I'm going to dive off. I'm going to dive, dive off. off? Yeah. Make an I'm acrobatics go after him. check. <clears throat> um okay. This will be fun. Acrobatics. <laughs> uh oh no. Brave uh eight. <laughs> you see Morgor f- falling into the darkness, and as you run to dive at him, you go pitch just sinking in, and as you you're trying to get near him, and unfortunately your angling is just not properly timed, and you miss him by about 10 feet. You see him falling, and he's just falling at a greater rate, and you're not falling in his direction. You Use your hand as a jump. runner. Yeah. I'm going to extend out my dead hand. Like, grab my hand as I kind of, like, Whop. go forward faster. Alright. Um, make an athletics check. Okay. Morgor, are you doing anything as, as you see Howard leap after you? Surprisingly, athletics, 18. Swimming a little bit, a a little bit is air, but you are free falling, and the wind current is rushing up at you, and you're not as aerodynamic to get towards the. Make yourself wider to slow yourself down. Morgor screams. Morgor always hated all you. (laughs) Okay, well, fine. Fuck you. Then I'm gonna cast fly on myself and go back up. Then, (laughs) and with that, Morgor falls into the into the pitch blackness. You fly up to the bridge. There is a three-foot-tall skull. Morgul, with that, you continue falling. Who knows what the... Who, I know where you fall. I'll let you know where you fall. The party will not know. But as you fall into darkness, you are collected by supernatural means, and you find yourself in familiar company once again. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us on as, as a guest. Hey, thanks uh, for having me, guys. I appreciate it, and it's been fun. Uh, make sure you check out uh, DCT Industries. And, guys, keep listening to the podcasters. Come on. you got to watch live. They do some awesome giveaways. Like, I don't know of any podcasts that do stuff like that, so this is awesome. Uh, Anthony's a phenomenal DM. You guys are all great players. Um, I love seeing how far you guys have gotten and all the crazy shenanigans you guys have done. So, um, hey, I'll be watching again next week. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be we'll be looking for you in the chat. Thank you so much, Morgor Tormentor, for being Absolutely. in. Uh, Till next time, everyone, please go check out DCT Industries on uh, social media. Don't jump off yet, Morgor. Not yet. Howard is going to fly up back to the bridge, inform everybody. Didn't quite make it. 
He's going to pull out the little folded piece of paper that he had. He's going to try to wrinkle it open with his one hand because the other one is dead. He's going to look at it and be like, this was from Morgor. I needed more followers. And it was on the top. It's going to be the picture of the yellow symbol. And it read, in the service of Tiamat, I presented him with this symbol. I needed him to spread it to five people within the next moon cycle, and he would have received Tiamat's blessings. But it was a waste, and I crumple it up into a ball, and I throw it down. <laughs> this is one of those uh, Facebook you got shared to find Basically. Yeah, basically. Share by midnight. Yeah, Share by else. midnight, or else or yeah, you'll be cursed for whatever. Yeah. And your crush those, will so. like you. Or else yeah. your hand will turn into a dead hand. Morgor, yeah, you there's a in your pocket, there's a crumpled note. Morgor can't read. <laughs> Rips it up. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right. Well, th- hey, thanks yep, for that's it. so much, Thank guys. So I much. appreciate it. So, more gore will be back. Till next time. Uh, Jeff, yeah. sign out. Thanks so much. And we'll see where the party goes from here. Later, awesome. More. See ya. Awesome, man. All right. So I have a theory. Did Morgor fall back into the Twitch chat? <laughs> we don't know where he's falling back into. Familiar company? <laughs> Azoth and Remus have run across the bridge at this point. Howard, you come flying up and see Finks in the back of the bridge by this large uh, flaming skull that is... Yeah, forget it. Now I'm running. As it, you, as it growls and kind of gurgles with you, there's this splutterings of flame as it's flickering out from underneath it. Um, you go make it a run across. Make a dexterity saving throw. Thanks. Howard, what are you doing? Just um, I'm going to fly back up and then go meet the rest of the party, I guess, if they're already running to the other side. Flying to the other side. Make a dex save, I'll say as well. Then. Dex save is 21. <clears throat> uh, nine dex save. All right. Is, is this Skull's Flames magical of nature or non-magical? Make an arcana check. Twenty-four. All right. Um, there appears to be a magical sense to it. This doesn't appear to be a standard, uh, you know, decayed skull with fire on it. There is a magical aura to it as a skull is flying and floating in the air and has a green flame flickering from it. Mm, okay. Appears to be somewhat magical. And thanks. As you go running, tumbling, you come up to the edge of the bridge uh scampering from the back of it leap and barrel roll as a fireball goes crashes into the doorway uh right above where remus and azoth are as you take five points of fire damage uh as the fire blast uh rockets behind you Howard, you take nine points of fire damage as you get blasted by the impact of the flame and you spin off to the right, off course from the door. Um, probably have to make another check to get towards it. Okay. See, the, the skull is flying up to the doorway now. It is uh, too wide to... Uh, too, it's uh, too wide to be able to get past and push through all of you, but it is a large skull that is on fire uh, Howard, what are you doing as you're making another check for the door? It's a deck save, right? Make another deck save. Okay, yeah, 14. 
14. This time you do get to the doorway, uh, taking three points of fire damage now, uh, getting blasted in it, kicking you the bit of this. The flame hits the wall. It is right by the tail end of your legs as you just get burned, and the impact pushes you a little further. You're up next to where Remus and Howard, uh, sorry, Remus and Azoth are in the doorway. Y'all, the roll initiative is this skull is still waiting for you all in front of it. What are my initiative orders? Uh, 20 to 25. 15 to 20. 16. What do you think? 16. 10 to 15. 13. Remus, where are you at? Oh, I got a 7. Nice. Nice. Uh, it's most of them. Good job. Strong 7. Strong 7. Um, all right, top of the round, Azoth. You turn around and there is a large skull with this green flame flickering from it. The jaws and hinge. There's a the flickering of flames coming from its mouth. Um, I'll cast Thorn Whip at it. Okay, make an attack roll at it. Nineteen. Nineteen. That hits. Okay. Uh, and then we'll do eight piercing, please. All right. Not bad as you crack it on part of the head. Uh, as the whip does crack and peers into part of the skull, it um, it doesn't do much damage as it just shakes the whip off. It's crackling a bone and guttural. Uh, spitter, it sounds like almost like a guttering of like spitting of water, almost trying to like lighter fluid. Is, ah, it's kind of like sputter and speak, and it just cannot. Uh, next up is uh, do you wish to do anything else? Um, the doors behind us, right? Doorway is behind you. Is there an actual door? Is it just a doorway? It is a sealed door written um, in elvish scripture. Can I start uh, trying to decipher the scripture then? While like after I do it, can I just kind of like look and see what it says or what's going on with it quick perception check as you as you try to decipher it uh, in our, it's in our, it's in the same archaic elven 24 final resting place um never to be awoken again but where the chant don't unleash essentially is what you're getting do you okay. wish to push the door open? Yeah. I want to... You push the doors open. They begin pushing. Uh, you begin pushing in through these heavy uh, wooden doorways. All right. Uh, next up, Finks. Howard on deck. What are you doing, Finks? Um, I'm going to attempt to reason with the skull. I am dressed as the sewer man, sewer king. And I'm going to put on my best uh, rickety old man impression. Don't you recognize me? I'm the servant of the great king. You dare attack me. Make a deception check. I'll say with advantage. Okay. Because you are wearing the, 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 the robing kind of garb. Yeah. Uh, 19. 
There's a <coughs> different looking. Different what? looking, but still the same. I have preparations to make and you have things to guard. Leave me be. The time is soon. Make a straight charisma roll. Six. <laughs> With advantage, because you're wearing the robe. Thirteen. A little better. A little better, yes. Magic same. Okay. As it kind of gurgles out a, a forced understanding of not full trustworthiness, but high enough rolls. It begins to float back downward into the dark abyss below. Well done. You guys are out of initiative. I guess Howard and Remus would be next as it begins to float downward. I'm just going to go through the door and hold my action in case he uh, tries to come back. I'll make a perception check as you turn around. <laughs> Natural one. Yeah. He rolled that one too, so he's good. All right, cool. Yep. You seem to be that he, the skull. You hear the the chattering of jo- of the jawbone kind of just clacking on the top of the jaws. It kind of cackles. Coming down as it's uh, floating down. Okay. okay. You guys enter and then if this future chamber. Thanks. Why what I is... why I don't know why. <laughs> Thanks. What is what is up with you and skulls? Uh, I just I, I like them. I get them. They make sense to me. Okay. I was just curious. They seem to I be mean... attracted to you. And he's he's I'm for it. I mean, yeah, do you have yeah. any skulls? Um, I have this old orc skull. I don't know why. What? Yeah. I look for Crack Big Back. You both have... It was one I found like a while ago, and I can't remember exactly why I grabbed it, but I have it, so... It's yours. I don't need it. All right, I take it. So no no one wants to address the man that just fell off the bridge (laughs) that we've known for like an hour... I I would have told you guys like I tried, but he was too far gone, so I just flew back up. So we're also he said he never liked us, so I just kind of figured he didn't like anything. But we're going to find this book now that he's told us about that we don't even need. No, we don't really. Do we want to just like head back to the wagon and just try to get out of here again? I mean, how far? Might as well see what's in his room. Well, at least check the room. We ran over the bridge. Yeah, I suppose. We are also looking for a way to start the chariot. We're looking for the keys. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to hold up the lantern and like look around. I'll just help. Look around and you see. Knowing it's half a battle. As this. Make a perception check with advantage as you just peer the lantern around in this room. You see it is a 20 by 20 foot room. Uh, natural 20 plus four. So 24. Beautiful. As you pan this, the lantern around, looking around the room, you see it is a 20 by 20 foot that just, um, as you cross the bridge, you actually ent- uh, raise uh, up a flight of a half a flight of stairs. And at the entrance in the room are these two large stone pillars that then proceed to step downward and descend five feet 
and the room is a 20 by 20 room in the inner 10 by 10 circle there are arcane markings and sigils that appear to be in a circular motion that has a similar in shape to the blood pit in the previous room but this is almost inset into the ground itself and there are elf-like runic sigils sporadically placed. And they have this dark, deep, faint red glow to them. With the nat 20, you see just it's out of the corner of your eye and it's, it's indistinguishable too. It almost looks like a mist or something near the dead center of the room that just goes and just sinks into the center of the room hmm. where you see a single three by two stone block set directly into the floor. And it's no just block. hovering or is it like going into it's the just, it's It's the, this mist of sorts and shining with the light, you see this, it's this red mist goes into the ground, hmm. just sinks into it, the floor, to where this center stone block is. Be aware, guys, there's more red mist in here, so we might end up dealing with another one of those things. It's probably the same one. I wouldn't doubt it. What are you all doing in here? It is dark. You see the, those with dark vision do see the room. There are four pillars in each corner. Azoth, make a nature check. We've got... 19. The corners of each of the room, and you only notice it on a passing, is they look druidic, these trees. That they're unnaturally, their unnatural growth and size is similar to great trees that your druidic tribe would end up having grown into great villages that you would live that uh, some druidic tribes would live amongst the trees. This is very similar to these. Okay. Um, and the trees are by these pillars? Uh, they are the pillars. These big pillars in each corner, they're actual trees now that you're seeing them. Are there places to get in, stand on, or become a part of the tree? Make a perception check. Or make an investigation check as you as you walk in closer to one of them. Uh, Non-net 20? No parts of the tree to actually become or be be in them, but you see a, like a, a, a almost a handprint carving of like where you like to place a hand on one of part of the tree or part, part of the bark. All right. I tell everybody to go pick a tree and stick your hand in the handhole. All right. Dibs and I grab the first one. Okay. All right. I'll go to the other one, but I'll put my dead hand in it. Okay. Does my mage hand count? You want to try with the mage hand? Yeah. Everyone else is doing the same with their regular hands? Yeah. Errol, well, there's a faint humming, buzzing noise, almost, or not noise, a uh, feeling that Finks and Azoth, you feel as you put your hand up on the tree where there's like almost like carved areas where like you would place a, a hand or a palm. Almost a tingling sensation 
Ooh, I like this. I think uh, there I, I, is no feeling for Howard or Remus. Tell him to switch hands. If you guys don't feel anything, switch hands. This is no time for the stranger. Use your uh, real hand. I will use my real hand. All right. I feel like a secret. <laughs> it's my only good hand, so. And then, I'll um, and then I tell him, I, I said, uh, I know this sounds crazy, but I want you to think of where we need to be. And it's not in here. We need to be up and out. Like, think, think outside, away from all of this, like, back to where we were. Even think of, even think of, like, on a whim, think of being back uh, at the house. If we all think that, maybe, maybe. As you all think really hard, you all feel a, a little prick on your, on your palm. And as you pull it away, Azoth, you see there's a thorn prick and the thorn on the tree that has sprouted from where you placed your hand slightly covered in blood as it sucks it into the tree. You all feel a on your on your palm and you all see the blood into the tree. There is now a large as the grinding sound of stone begins to shift. We're going to go to a break and we're going to pick up after that to find out what's going on in the room. Well, All right, everyone. I'm going to take a uh, five-minute break. I'm going to put this on mute and we'll be back in a moment.
Uh. All right. So Ricky's coming back in time. All right, everyone. I'll just get the. Mark, I appreciate that Azoth was like, all right, that guy fell, but I need to get off the bridge still. <laughs> I, I, it made a lot of sense and I liked it. And that's all I got right now. Hey, I, I've, I've done enough falling in the past couple of days that I'm, I'm just, I can't. I can't. I can't do it anymore. I can't. Can't do it. Stop it. Oh. Okay, it was in the back of Howard's mind that he attacked him as a barrel, so he's just like, yeah, whatever. You can fall. I... Morgor hate barrel. He hates barrels. <laughs> Maybe he had a tragic incident with Drell and got shoved in a barrel. That is true. Essentially, I don't have four of them to there, or if I did, they would be blocking your pathways. Are we still muted? Yes, we are. Cool. I have a question about. Oh, 3D no, printing. we're not. Oh, I have a question still about. You can, you can still ask, though. Does anyone know how to like create the the STL files or like do three D like like rendering and modeling? Yeah, you can no. use a free program called Blender or Tinkercad. Yeah, Blender I've heard of. I don't know how complicated it is, but if you're doing my something seventh, simple, we could probably figure it out. My seventh right. graders can figure it out. They've they've okay, actually cool. I made it, I made them <laughs> use it for a project to make what are you trying to make cup. I have I have no idea how uh, I'm muted myself, but um no, for that uh, that card break thing I help out with, they're looking to do like little card holder stands, but then have like the logo 3d printed on the front of it too that's not too tough i'm sure you can go on there's a site called like i think it's called thingverse or thingiverse yeah they've got a lot of like generic stuff and then to add text onto that i don't think it's too complicated so i mean put a logo on i don't think that'd be too bad to just do like an imprint of that yeah yeah i figured that's all like i don't know how intense it would be but basically it's just like i assumed you could download like a 2d file and they could at least make it like a like a 3d version of it like a little and then yeah, just, I think you can pop, that. just stick it on the front of something else but that's that's how i think um as far as 3d designing i have tried to kind of mess with it before on like the programs and it's a pain in the butt at least when i try to mess with blender and that's where I've I gave up on trying to figure it out and learn it. It was one of those just. You know what's cool? Um, I've got the the virtual reality headset, the original Oculus Rift, and there's a program on there called Medium, and it's basically Photoshop mixed with Blender. So you're basically like working with like clay in a 3D space, but since it's virtual reality, you can like really get in there and, you know, like get a feel for what you're making. It's pretty cool. I think it can get exported to 3D printers. Whenever you're are done, you, too. Are you telling me you own a small mini version of the Matrix? Uh, yes. It's right over here. This thing. Whoa. 
pretty cool. The old one. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Just pull this up as I need everyone to roll for initiative as they hear a. Actually, no, you don't need to roll for initiative. I don't want to preemptively get there. But you all hear the <laughs> shifting of stone and tile as the circular pit in the center of the room begins to rise up and come up out of the ground around you all. You all there's there's two trees as well right there in each respective corner all right well it didn't make a portal like i thought it would you look around and as you see the circular stone pit rise there's a <laughs> as this bloody liquid begins to fill the pool. And as it does, it sinks down to the bottom into the, into the stonework underneath, and then it begins to, begins to foil, uh, bubble up again and rise. It, almost as if something is drinking the blood as it's siphoning into the ground. Are the trees reacting at all to this? Make a nature, make a nature check. One thirty-one. Trees are kind of petrified, dried, darkened, ashied wood. Um, there is a there is a black ichor that you can see that are faintly on it, but with the dirty one, there's it could just be a little bit of slime off of your hand for all you know. What else is in the room? There is a in the center of the room. There is a pit along the edge. There is a slight rise around the edge of it. Almost like a lip of a uh, shelf, almost just offset, very similar to the room in the uh, the other with the with the fifty by the fifty by fifty room, where the wall where the edge of the wall was just slightly out was slightly out came out by like half a foot that was ri- that was raised. Uh, this time it is about three feet high, the lip edge on the edge of the room, and it only comes out about half a foot as well. You hear the <laughs> coming up from the center of the pit, and you hear a <clears throat> I was going to say, does Howard get a sense like it's something's drinking it or whatever? There's a very clearly a drinking when it gets sucked down, almost as a uh, watering a plant. As it's filled up, it just siphons back into the ground as you hear a <coughs> noise right. coughing from it as it fills up again. He's going to fumble in his bag and very carefully with his dead hand touching it, but he's going to use his other hand to kind of create, you know, tension. Uh, he's going to grab the one of the green vials that he used to, I guess, from the paralyzing thing. He's going to chuck it in the pool. Spike the punch. Spike the punch. Cork it. 
time it out. You see it sip out. It gets drank away. <laughs> Begins to fill up with blood with this red liquid again. Begins to just drinking it out, it seems. Hmm. What do you guys do? Are there any other doors besides the one we came in? Just the one you came in. It's just a room. Just a single room, which, as you now look over, the door is shut. The room is closed, sealed. Is the door on our side or on the other side? The door is over here. Okay, that's my side then. Then I'm going to uh, try to go towards the door and see if I can open it. Run up to it. You go to grab the handles and try to push in as you see that there are no space for handles. Just make reception checks as you look at it. 14. Smooth sealed door that apparently hasn't been broken till now because there is no apparent way to open or close it other than the, from the outside. You also notice that the wall or the, the doorway has a dripping of red liquid pooling and just draining from the top of it, horror movie style, where it's almost draining and just dripping and drooling this red thick liquid. Hmm. I guess we're stuck in here, guys. I don't know. It's definitely not a portal. There is a final in the pool being drained with a slight layer of red oozing over the top of it. There is a you hear the the sound of almost pounding coming from the very center. Azoth, make a perception check. 18. Pounding sound is coming from where the mist had sunk into the floor that Howard had pointed out. I got a feeling this is the Blood King to go along with your yellow... (laughs) A hand breaks through the center covered it's a pale white looking hand dripping with this red ooze clawed <laughs> as you see the hands grab the side and just <clears throat> pull out an elven looking individual armor of agathas myself i know there it's just been Time since I've entertained guests, especially in my sleeping chamber. You all look familiar. Ah, yes, you all are. I've. See, just looks over at the goblin. 
tasted you before. Why, hello. I, I am sorry, I'm your servant. You have, I don't believe we've formally met, but I've been serving you for so long. I kind of pulled the, the robes a little more over my face. Yes, make a deception check. <laughs> Come on, fix. As you see, just, you see him just kind of just sniff the air. <laughs> he looks old and he looks recovering. What is your deception? Three. <laughs> yes, you have done well, Omelan. Uh, and how did the other figures do? I told you, five bodies. Well, one were necessary. One fell off the bridge. It's an unfortunate. Well, I guess yours will have to do in place. You did understand the the cause. Of course, my lord. But first, please enlighten me on the secrets of the blood moon. And then my body will be yours. <laughs> There's a... <laughs> he looks over at the rest of you. You see now he is covered in smattered uh, robes that are just soaked in in red, thick liquid. It's very uh, hard to disertain what specifically he is wearing rather than just ornate decorations as he's <laughs> call, calling or crawling and picking himself up out of this chamber in this stoned seal that he was trapped under. <sighs> For too long, the drow thought they trapped me. Unbeknownst, I had you to collect the bodies in place as I scoured the desert looking for a substitute of a resting chamber. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I had not been able to locate one as I have been able, as I have been having to return here each night to sleep the past 3,000 years. Traveling around as a mist does not have all the benefits as you think it would. As I feed off of insects and creatures. Staring at the rest of the party, there's a... Uh, Finks, make a perception check. Sure. 19. He's talking more so to all of you, but he's not focusing on you per se. He's If he if he doesn't believe you, he's humoring you for the for the moment. So looks around and goes, I was hoping <coughs> Omelan would uh, detain you before raising me. Unfortunately, this will have to be messy, and I excuse you. Looking over at you, Howard, he goes, you almost suffered a fate, staring at your hand. Quick thinking. But 
why I was raised. It's the blood moon. <clears throat> Keeps coughing and <clears throat> he's spatter. There's a little bit of blood that comes out of his mouth and <clears throat> licks it back in. <clears throat> Does he seem a little bit slower from the from the bio lighter in there or no? Make an insight, make an insight check. Fifteen. Doesn't appear to be reacting to the vial. Okay. While he's focused on Howard, can I try to throw my duplicate up behind him? Make a slight of hand check. As twenty-three. Yeah, this is actually enough as he gets up. Twenty-three. Yep. All right. I'll let that. We'll say here you go. You swamp behind him? Um, whichever way he's not looking, yeah. So I guess that's where he'd go. So you'd be looking over in Howard's direction. He's kind of talking to them. Um, all right. I was, I was looked down upon, cast, and turned on by my own people. When the damn spider queen corrupted our proud three, turned them on each other. I returned home to find my tribe slaughtered. The hunting party of elves that I was out with left, ran away, leaving the dead as they were, collecting the allot, collecting those that live. I ran from the smoke-top mountains and said I would become a god. I would call upon the power and I would take back my rightful home. But looking to play on their level comes at a cost. (coughs) He spits blood more and more. (coughs) Where is your home? In the smoke-top mountains where the proud three first reign with where the true orc goliaths and elves were born were we hunted who, with the gods themselves yeah 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 i don't really care about that uh who are the other three the proud three because we are the proud fabala five I think those are the weapons we're looking for, though. Yes. Three. Yes. They are no weapons. They are gods. Groomsh. Odin. And the Red Lady. Well, I hate to burst your bubble. I mean, you seem like you're kind of up and coming as a god, um, but there's only one true, and he's yellow. So I apologize to break this to you, but hey, it's also according to your 
Yeah, just is gonna stop. Stop. Just hold it. Hold Your it. Your blasphemy will not go. Hey, hey, uh unwarranted. No. Um <laughs> big guy. Uh What's your name? Refer to him as the king. The king, Mr. King. Solvalis. Solus? Oh. Oh no. Oh, I'm Did the host. <laughs> so, we so- want D D, guys. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I just made a god disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm Kevin Hart. Like, hey, 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 with my chest. Maybe he bonus action hid. We're in trouble. Yeah, I, apparently I'm host now. I've never done this before. <laughs> um, well, you can make us all level seven. Oh, okay, cool. That yeah, would that be nice. So, as you approach, oh, it, before he jumps something. in, it stops me. <laughs> I see you walking around. What level are we? <laughs> I think we're eight now. The mysterious Godfinger says no. It's the figure yes. from uh, Smash, the, the N64 oh, Master hand. hand. Yeah, Master <laughs> Hand. I've been raised from the dead to grant you all level nine. Speaking of level nines, how would you like to play as a level nine Kaimon on DCT Industries' new board game, Kaimon, with Mon-influenced hammer right. board? Of the Kai variety. DC All right, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I saw my computer screen go black and I was like, oh, no. All right. Um, okay. Uh, Sol- yeah, so. Solus? Yeah. Solus just granted us level nine? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So so I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, Azos going to just, just how you see him look at you, Azoth, and you see slight fangs just appearing from his mouth. So we, we, we woke you up because we wanted to let you know that, you know, we, we, we've run into you a few times. I, I was like, you know, you looked hungry, so I let you, you know, soak up me a little bit. So I know you got some of me and you. I've got some of you and me. We're like, we're like connected. And we both have a common hatred uh, for Lolth. I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, we've been stuck down here trying to get out and and help you because now that we know what is going on in here and your hatred for Lolth and we we despise her and all of the abominations that she has made want to help you get back to that status on the Smoketop Mountains because we were actually going there. And now that we can get there, we can get them to come here because you need to feed to get stronger. We need to get there. And your your other homeboy over here, he's he's getting kind of old. He he's not sprightly and spurly like he used to be. And we the we we can get them here for you. So you can get back up there. And we can have things ready to go for you. Basically, like. I can kind of work for you. I can help you out. I got nothing yeah. else. To Make a straight charisma check. And as he says, like, yeah, you're up and coming, but I am a fan, and I pull out the mask of the Blood King that I've had. 
that doesn't help me anymore. <laughs> um, 19? Yeah, so. Uh, With no modifiers, 19. <laughs> you had me for a second. I thought you were a true believer, and you meant true. But you pull a mask as some sort of joke, some sort of child's game. This is no game. Oh, no. This mask was actually given to me as a, as a gift. I wore it for a while because and I thought you were... canny speed, there's a... As a flash of red smoke races right up into your, into your presence, Howard, grabs the mask and... No, okay, cheap I, toy. I, I, I spent 50 gold on that. Okay. Your loss. Make a dex 37 throw as he goes to grab you. 13. 13? Let's see. As he dives at you, lunging, you see his fangs. As he cracks his head into the corner as you just dip sideways of him. <clears throat> I see. You're no ordinary adventurers. You're quick on your feet. You're smart. So, but I, I am old. And I am powerful. Try and get his attention again. Say, hey. Hey. Uh, so, so I want to show you like... Uh, I, so you, you just you said you're not you know you're you're we're sprightly we can assist you like look see this and i'll pull out the little um loaf tuning fork pendant thing like you don't like it like i can show you that we're on your side i can i can destroy it do it i'll break it what are you breaking it with uh just uh um just pure strength yeah, I'll try and just like break it. Make a strength check. <laughs> Maybe bend uh, it a little. <laughs> um, it's the fork. Is a <laughs> bend <of> the fork. <laughs> see, you can see he's trying. Uh, nineteen. There's a moment that you grab it, you begin to bend it and push it inward, and you see the metal tuning fork and bounce a little bit and kind of revive like vibrate in your hands the vibration and the frequency and as you're trying to break it there's a push back and you feel almost your hands go cold yeah in reaction to it I, I <laughs> I'm, 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 strength isn't my strong point but look like i'm willing to see like there's a as he fades a mist right up in front of your face Snatches it from your hand. Do you go to take hold on to it? No. We can use this to raise my god. We will oh. distort it and raise the blood moon and bring the everlasting night. Yes. We like moons. I like moons. Let's, I like the night. Let's raise the moon. It'll take but four more, ba five more bodies of blood 
if you wish to participate. There's this is appreciated. Like back behind this bridge, there's four bodies in this room back here. I counted them. <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> With disadvantage, because he is not trustworthy of you at all right now. 18. With disadvantage? With disadvantage. Wait here. As you see him kind of like do a, um, a a magical shift as his body kind of crunches and shrinks together. He turns into this red mist that you're all familiar with. And he fades through the crack of the door behind I you all. places with my double, please. Thank you're you. He is misted. What are you doing? You guys all have a moment to interact. That'd be a good idea to follow him. What not not where he went. He has sealed. faded through the door. He's turned into mist and fades through the cracks of the door. He told you all to wait here for a minute. Well, I'm going to start looking around and see if there's any other like opening, any other way to get out of here in the meantime. Make a perception check. What's everyone else doing? Like you were all um, trapped in this room. I'm just that, hanging out. That water skin filled with blood. I'm going to like stick it to the tree, but like let the double obscure it in the event okay. that he gets hit with something. Maybe the blood splat will be enough. Okay. I don't all right. Know. Oh, it's like a squib in a movie. It's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> okay. It's creating like a blood packet. So if he gets hit, it's like, okay. I love it. <clears throat> I right, rolled a seven, or sorry, um, 21 on perception. You doing anything? I'm just confused. This you guy guys... came out of a giant pool of blood and he went through a door. He turned into mist and he his, the mist form faded through the cracks of the stone. As you had all seen the mist disappear with ease in previous encounters. We all stuck here. In this room for this moment, what's everyone doing as you're preparing for a minute? Seems like it. Uh, 21 for perception. If you look around, Howard, you are sealed shut. You do see as you are uh, in one corner that there is a ragged looking piece of there, there is a pile of rags in one corner that you are looking over that appear to be soaked in blood. Appears to be robes of sort that are left here, soaked in blood. Appears to, I don't know, maybe it came out of the pool or it was the base of the tree and it was collecting, but it was in one of the corners that, uh, as you're investigating, you see it's like a pile, like almost like a, a set of robes that are just soaked. I'm going to go through the robes. Anything in them? Nothing in them, but there is definitely a magical presence to them. Okay. Um, Ooh, I look up. It's it's just temporary. I'm gonna put the robe over my yellow coat for now. It's like you're wearing soaking wet clothing. Yeah. It smells like this rotted iron and rotted fleshy smell. Hmm. Stained red. Something. Okay. You know, I cast bless on the party. Cast Bless on the party. So that's right. the D4, two saves and attack rolls. Okay. With that, 
Oh, go on. Oh, I was gonna ask anyone else if they could like teleport to the other side of that door because I can turn into spiders. That might could, offend him. I can misty step to the other side, but that's about it. I wouldn't be able to bring anybody with me. We could He's open up. the door from the other side, though. Maybe we'll save that for when he comes back. See what he has to say. Yeah. All right. That the mist fades back into the room. Lies. There's no bodies there. There's tombs. <sighs> you have to like in the tomb. They're not just like out. Oh. No, those are my companions. Oh. We'll bring them once the blood moon rises. Yes, we will. Okay. Yeah, so if you could kindly like let us out of here, we could definitely get you your bodies. Sure. As he looks over all of you and goes, follow me. I need you all to make Christmas saving throws. As his eyes just flash. Um, huh? 21. Four. Azoth has advantage. I have an advantage? You do, as you have a wisdom against being charmed. Or, I'm sorry, you have an advantage against being charmed. Ten. Oh, plus... Plus four Andrew on the saving throws, right? Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Twenty-one. Okay. I'm using one of my inspirations to re-roll. All right. What is it? I have to re-roll it still. All right. Twenty-three. Okay. Who rolled under a 20? Was it you, Azoth? Yeah, I got a 14. You get? 14. 14. 14. Um, everyone, you all have this compulsion to follow him, but there's a uneasiness in his voice, in the tone. Azoth, you should follow him, maybe. There's no ill to him. He could be of help, could be of use. fades into mist again and comes up and you hear as the doors push open. Come on. As he leads you across the bridge, do you all follow with ease? Anyone fighting him? No, I'll follow. Follow. Azoth, you would just follow him naturally under his charm? Yep. Okay. You all cross the bridge. Azoth, make another charisma saving throw. Do I still get the uh, whatever? E4. Um, yep. Plus 10 and a D4? No, just oh. the just the D4. Uh, 14. Did you get the advantage? Oh, no, sorry. That's what I meant. Uh, so yeah, 14. All right. You're still following him across the bridge. He leads you into the open chamber prior. Do you all follow still? He begins to lead Azoth. You and him lead uh, into the circular pit room. As he enters it, you follow him in. Make another charisma saving throw with advantage, Azoth. Does everyone else continue to follow into the pit room? 17. Okay. 
Are you as you D four, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, to make sure. As you all follow still in this fifty by fifty room, that the floor in the centered is dipping slightly. He walks into the middle and brings you uh, Azoth close. As he goes, you will be the first to be drained. My lord, wait. He can provide much more blood. I've seen him do it. He can become a much larger beast. Please do so. Asking you to wild shape. Uh, I'll say another charisma check. This so with um, advantage as well. 17. And at that moment, he looks at your eyes and you look at him and there's a severed connection of you don't have to listen to him. What do you do? Um... Asked you to, he's assuming you're going to change into a, a large beast as Finks had just said so to him. Uh, since I'm not, I guess, under his control anymore and he wanted to drain me, I'm just going to book it out of there. Draw this. You'd be there next to him as he has risen next to you. I'm sorry, Aze, I'll say one more thing. I was counting as you said. Uh what do you what do you do? Uh I'll I'll uh make it look like I'm going to like wild shape. Like I'm going to make this big elaborate like motion like I'm going to. And then I'm just going to run back to where everybody else is. All right. Make a deception check. Four. Okay. As you begin to fumble about your hands, trying to act like you're about to change, he there, there's a glint in his eye that he sees past your lie. He goes, fool, you think I gave up what I did without being a skilled perceiver of deception where I became, where I am at where I am, and I have the power that I have by being fooled by just a mere mortal? I have battled with wits with the gods themselves. I see through your lies, and you will all die tonight under the red moon itself. As he begins to chant to this to the ceiling, you hear uh, there's a sound of rushing water, almost as fast. It's going as there's a 
flooding sound of rushing water as in each corner of the room there are there are uh, aqueduct looking piping drops from the wall similar to that you had seen in the room in the previous in the upper chambers with the uh, pipe with the cuts on the walls from the larger pool of blood as it pours down the corners of the rooms and you see it filter in through the pit that you are as it begins to fill and start to swirl in a clock-like motion. Is he chanting the entire time? He's chanting as this is happening. And as you do turn around to look at the doorway, you see there is a thick stream of, of red just pouring down. And with that, where he is chanting, it begins to rise. As Azoth, you both, you both feel the ground begin to pick up and lift out of the pit pouring now with blood there's a there's an altar forming behind as he turns around and begins chanting to it can i counterspell counterspell make is it it'd be a third level third level. third level is what my warlock is yeah roll is it um, counterspell? Is it you have to, if it's higher than third level? Uh, under, if it's higher than a certain level, you have to roll for it too. Yeah, and then the mistaken. DC is ten plus whatever the spell level is. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, <clears throat> roll for it. Okay. Um. Well, damn. Nine doesn't make it. As you begin to uh, chant some uh, arcane uh countering as you pull from the book hoping that its magic will hit the structure that is pouring and levitating as the ground itself is picked up from the pool that is spinning below you now pooling in with this red thick blood it pulling and falling from the platform that is floating now in the sky or in the room uh 15 feet off the ground the counter spell unfazing it I'm going to give everyone a round. We're going to pick up from there next week. So what does everyone wish to do in this moment? Does Howard, you cast Counterspell, seeing it not work. What's everyone wishing to do? Uh, How high off the ground are we? Am I mistaken? It is... (sighs) 20 feet off the ground. And there's now a pool of blood in the bottom as well. Yep, the circle pool that everyone is standing in is now filling with blood, and it is beginning to fill a spinning, rushing current. It's only at your ankles at your at this moment. Finks, it's up to about your waist. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna use Tensor's floating disc and float above the water. Blood Smart. pool. How big is Tensor's disc? Is it five foot cube? Yeah, it's a five foot. It's just like a square. Oh. I believe. Double checking spills. Um, so it's floating disc. He float. You guys see Rebus begin to f- f- hover on, on the ground uh, above the blood. Uh, seeing that counterspell didn't work, he's going to turn into an imaginary camera. Eldritch blast, and I'm going to shoot two Eldritch blasts at uh, the Blood King. Making it. <laughs> <laughs> make an attack. Wait, can, before you go? Yeah. Before you go, he said he's chanting, right? Yeah, he is currently chanting. Yeah. He's like doesn't know what's going on. Um and I'm up there with him. Mhm. All right. 
Um, well, he's aware of what's going on. Like he's per- he's performing a ritual of sorts, and he's anticipating this. I want to I want to cast a third level flame blade and just try and stab him right through his heart while he's casting this. Since I'm right up next to him, I want to take the flame blade and just like shove it right into his chest. Make an attack roll. Eight. Don't forget your d4. Ten. As you spear him. Oh, 12. I'm sorry. It would be 12. As you go to throw a flame blade at this individual. Ah! Camera. Map cam's out. As you go, uh, stabbing a flame sword blade up between them, you just miss as his arms are spread apart, chanting the blade by his side. He goes, You are stupid. You should have changed. As he goes, the backhand at you will pick up next week with encounter in an in initiative. Finks. Uh, and I'll, or I'll let Finks, what were you going to launch off? And uh, Danny launched those Eldritch Blasts. Oh, um, can I? I'm still kind of working through this. <laughs> oh, but um, Finks, Finks will kind of, maybe this would happen before the, the attack rolls. Um, you know, you claim to see yourself as this great uh, master of seeing through deception. Well, I ripped the robes off. It was me. Finks, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> very and i see a very anime gundam style where he's like yeah ah, it's me doman the whole time ah. the cape flying in the background yeah and i, and I will threat, me, threaten him you will you will tell me the secrets of this blood moon howard shoot those shoot eldritch blast and remus what uh, were you gonna say or cast oh i was I, I mean i wasn't gonna cast anything else i was gonna try and like scoop finks up onto the disc with me if possible because i can see he is <laughs> drowning <laughs> less tall i'll allow it i'll allow it as uh as you hovered the the disc over you just he's small if you pick him up and pop him on your on your on your uh i imagine him sitting with his feet dangling off the edge kitty pool in the water style <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. All right. I'll just blast. Launch them. Oh, okay. Um, hold on. <clears throat> uh, shit, math. 26 for the first one. That. Black Rock Joe, that's exact. Team Rocket style. Costumes being tossed aside. Yes. That's what I'm thinking. Yes. What was the first right. one? Uh, 26. 20- what did I say? 26 for the... Yeah, that hit. Attack. Yeah, that hit. Okay. So that's eight points of damage. <laughs> and then... Uh, hold on. 25, 26 again. Yeah, that hits again. Okay. For six points of damage. So 14 total. <laughs> you smell of old God. And you smell of wannabe God. We're gonna pick that up. We're gonna pick up with that next week. That's great. Um, we're gonna see what we're gonna see what happens with uh, Silverless and the Blood King ritual next week, guys. Uh, thank you so much, everyone that's been tuning in. Uh, let me see who do we have in the sh- in the chat stream. The usuals. 
Uh, we got BlackRock Joe. Let me see where my phone at. I'm going to pull it up on. Give a shout out to everyone watching us on Twitter. Um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I've been your Dungeon Master, Anthony. So uh, you guys are awesome. I love that people actually watch us live. You guys kill it. Um, I can't believe people like to watch us play D&D. It, it's, it's awesome to me. I love it. Um, but you know what? I really am amazed that everyone listens to us also play D&D. I, I just did a huge episode drop. So if you're catching up to this and you're watching this live going, the hell's going on how do i know what happened prior which can do head on over to youtube and watch the replays um at our youtube podcasters uh one of the easiest ways is actually just uh, search up fabala five on youtube or um podkeep manor or just head on over to our facebook page and follow through the links from our facebook page podcasters tabletop gaming or um yeah do that to watch our our youtube replays or would you that like button yeah, hit the like button so you get the uh, views and so you hit the uh, subscribes and you know when the new episodes drop. Uh, what you can also do is catch us live on Sunday nights as we go on Twitch and Facebook uh, from our Facebook page, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, usually till about 9.30s or so. And yeah, thank you so much. Uh, for everyone in our Twitch stream, thank you so much. Got the Warner family, Tia Burifato, I that's you guys. Streamers underscore area. Uh, Ricky, Danny, you guys are here. Commander Root, thank you. BlackRock Joe, and then another TV viewer. Thank you so much. Another TV viewer, if you're still in here, send us a direct message or a whisper as you did win a giveaway last week. So another TV viewer, comment and uh, send a whisper to us uh, at podcasters underscore. Um, so I get your information and get you a mini packet out to you, Okay. So please uh, make sure you do that to be able to get a to get one of your uh, giveaways that you won. We'll make sure that goes out in the mail for you. Um, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Please make sure to check out our Teespring. Uh, the link is on our Facebook page and in the notes from our episodes, both on both on podcast format and on YouTube. Check them out. We have some great T-shirts designed up from our uh, some of our podcasters as your Dungeon Master also. So rep the, rep, the, uh, rep the stream, support the group. You know, Blackrock Joe got his Warlock t-shirt. He was rocking today for his D&D session. Ricky's rocking a t-shirt yeah. right now. Bonus action, hide. With the barrel. Uh, you all want to get the barrel too and go uh, do as the rogue does. So um, that's all from me. Thank you so much. I'm going to let it uh, pass it off to our players. Ricky, taking the lead. Hi. I'm Ricky Coates. I play Remus on Podcasters. You can follow Remus on Podcasters at Podcasters Remus on Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Rick underscore Coates on Twitter, Instagram, and all of that fun stuff. And no, I don't really have any big updates this week, but thank you for watching. And now someone else will have something to say that is more interesting. Azoth. Amari. I play Azoth. You can follow Azoth and his shenanigans on Twitter at Podcasters Azoth. And you can follow my shenanigans on the social medias uh, at TheMark716. And yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. Danny? Uh, you can follow my art and stuff like that. Instagram and Facebook, Ratfink Arts. Um, you can also follow Howard on Twitter at Podcasters H. But more importantly, as Howard had commanded earlier, Go follow us on Twitch. Go spread the word. Go tell five more people, and the blessings of the Yellow King will come to you. <laughs> uh, be careful of those blessings, but please do share, uh, share, and 
Yes. Follow the Twitch page. Share, Bye. like, and spread the word. Go tell everybody to follow us. Who knows? Maybe the Yellow King will see you too, and uh, you'll see the sign. Last but not least, our favorite dragon goblin. Yeah, that's new. Uh, if you guys want to follow Finks on Twitter, he's at twitter.com slash bloodkingfollower uh, slash podcastersfinks. If you want to follow me on Phoenix, uh, excuse me, on Instagram uh, at Phoenix Forge, you can check out some of my miniature painting. All right. And till then, guys, thank you so much. Grab those D20s because I want you all to keep rolling. <laughs>